first two people I'd met were um Who's that? Can you identify that? This is a ear test. Is that Adam? <laughs> oh. Was that a young Larry? Sort of a, a musical journey, really. Who's that? That's Larry. Hearing him say brother, I'm like, that's Larry. Like, I don't think Adam would say it that way. I've got to get the fingers moving. I've got to get the fingers moving. Oh, that's Adam, yeah. Hello, welcome to the At YouTube Podcast, episode number 89. This is the podcast where we talk all things YouTube, uh, and uh, we record it live on Twitch, Periscope, and maybe Mixer, if that one's working too. Anyways, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Matt McGee. Hello, Chris. We don't record live on Tinder? <laughs> I don't... Oh! Wait, I think... Isn't there actually like a Tinder live or something where you can like... I saw people doing like an You're Apple TV. To the wrong guy. I know. I'm, I'm actually talking to our next guest, or, or welcoming back, not a guest. Ah. Jill, back to the show. Hi, Jill. Hello. Tinder Live, they actually do a thing in New York. It's like a stage show, and people, I think, read Tinder profiles live. It's like an actual thing. So Tinder Live exists. That sounds terrifying. I saw an Ellen segment where she was like swiping left or whatever with like a guest. I can't imagine if you're like thing popped up on there and you had to know whether ellen approved of you or whoever her guest was oh uh, why put your thumbs through that it's like why <laughs> you know why put your thumbs through that? Was swiping. Awesome. yeah true <laughs> all right so jill's back from uh from across the pond uh depend, yeah. i guess depends where you're listening but maybe your uh, your side of the ocean i guess but over in europe for a little little jaunt over to see the boys right Mm-hmm. And we'll get uh, get to that in a moment. But uh, before we do any uh, little miscellaneous items, Matt, I, I there's a a few things we had covered or we haven't covered, I guess, since we last recorded. The thousandth a, a thousandth known performance of Pride happened well since last we recorded. Is this true? Yeah, I think it did happen since last week. Uh, the tours crew, uh, Ross and Brian and John and everyone that tracks this sort of stuff religiously, um, let us know. <clears throat> that there was, uh, what was it like? I don't know, a week or so ago, right? Two weeks ago, there was mm-hmm. the 1,000th known performance of Pride, which is among known performances, the number one song. But it's actually I Will Follow because there's so many shows that you 2 played, you know, in 79, eight, well, since I Will Follow was written. So 80, 81, 82, you know, those early days when there are no set lists known and they used to play I Will Follow twice a show and all that sort of stuff. So I Will Follow is surely the song they've played the most um, if you just kind of, you know, make some assumptions. But in terms of known set lists and our crew has listened to every uh, live recording, I mean, my gosh, from that's, you know, from every show that has a live recording, they have listened to it to confirm all the set lists. And so. Uh, yeah, Pride just cracked over a thousand. So wow. there, you go. there you go. That's a lot of performances of one song. Yeah, and they're you know it's nice that they sort of rejigged the intro a little bit this you know on this tour and and freshened it up a bit. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't get ahead of ourselves though, Matt. <clears throat> oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have a question. So you know how like like I like you guys are married. You'll understand. You know, like when there's like an anniversary. So it's like the diamond, the paper. So what do you get for like a thousand performances? Like what do you, what does like you two do? Like, what is it? <laughs> it it's a big deal. 
Like, I don't know. Paper, wood, metal, aluminum. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I think you get, I think Adam gets a new kimono, is what it is. A gold okay. kimono, maybe. A gold, yeah, a gold kimono. Okay. My, literally, my dog just groaned at that joke. What wah, is your problem over there? Because yeah. he didn't get a Halloween costume. He's mad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> and uh, one thing that uh, Tim Jahar, <laughs> this is a Tim, Matt was uh, bugging me before. Tim, at Tim Jar, he says, I say it's Jahar because it's J A H R. I don't, I don't want to disrespect. The H is silent. The H is silent. But I don't like know the that. H in your first name is silent. Chris, yeah. We don't I, say Kaharis. <laughs> oh, good point. Good Jersey on Family Guy when they're talking about that, and he's like, "You don't pronounce cool if like cool who hip like that." <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, cool whip. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's how you say that. Cool whip. Okay. I think it's I think it's just Tim Jar. Okay, we'll like go with Tim Jar. jar. Yeah. All right. T- sorry, Tim. We've used up all your time talking about your last name. We can't actually read your tweet. <laughs> no. no, he sent a tweet using a hashtag AskIU2 on Twitter. Uh, asking again, does anybody else make sure to listen to the October album in October of every year? Do you, do you guys have an October album tradition in October? No. I do not. Okay. Nope. Well, short discussion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for playing, Tim. Um, <laughs> the uh, couple of spoilers. Well, well not spoil one spoiler, but uh, two things that happened outside of the actual concerts uh, in in uh, Europe that we recently sort of ha- that YouTube recently had is. Did you go to the Rattle and Hum? We we ca- talked about Rattle and Hum 30th anniversary in the last episode, and uh, they had a special Rattle and Hum screening in Dublin. And Adam and the Edge decided to pop in at that screening. And uh, Joe, were you? Did you by chance happen to get there? I, you didn't go to Dublin, did you? No, I did not okay. go to Dublin. All right. Well, another short segment. <laughs> we won't. We don't have any live re- coverage of that, but apparently it went well. I guess they they took photos. They did. Yeah. It looked they fun. RSVP. They RSVP. They showed up. So yeah. it's great. <laughs> I wonder if they both got the free poster that everybody else got. So right. <laughs> Everybody in the everybody in the crowd in that photo, everybody in the crowd behind them is just like sitting there like, you know, yeah, there's Adam and Edge up there. And I'm just like, I'd yeah. have cried. I would have been like, there's me <laughs> sobbing. There's me. Hi, guys. Like, is the mess. Dublin audience that cool that it's like, oh, yeah, there's Adam and Edge just right up there. No big yeah. deal. We're just that jaded. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if some real celebrities come in. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but what uh, spoiler alert? I guess don't don't listen to the next uh, let's say five to ten minutes if you don't want to know about a song that was rehearsed in Belfast and in lieu of what's coming up possibly in uh, in Dublin in the next. Where are we here? When do they perform in Dublin? Somebody tell me. Four days out. from now. Four days from as we record. So yeah. Um, okay, so that's a spoiler warning. I don't know if I have a, do I have a spoiler horn, like a sound uh, yeah, sound effect, sort of like a, here we go with. Uh, Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> How's that? No, wow. There. There's your spoiler horn. Okay. So you've been alerted. There's a spoiler coming. Uh, so they practiced. They rehearsed uh, a fairly detailed rehearsal, not just like quickly whipped it out, but uh, Dirty Day from Zuropa. And uh, not only that, but they actually played, kind of like told a little story with it. And so I'll just play a little clip of it and you can go find it online if you so desire. I think we'll have the link in the show notes. There's nothing nothing illegal about linking to things on the internet, is there? Anyway. No. My father, Bob Hewson, was a tenor. He didn't take me too seriously because he could see I was doing a great job of that myself. 
he did give me a lot of other advice. And I can still hear his voice. I don't know you. You don't know the half of it. There it is, that's him. And a starring role is the bad guy who walked out. Yep. They say, be careful where you aim. This way you aim, you just might hit. Just had to wait along for Edge's extreme falsetto there. That was pretty good. So uh, what do you make of this? It's it's a nice little, it, the whole thing is obviously a story of, you know, it's sort of the, what we've more or less heard before of how the band formed, thanks to Larry and how their dads, they're trying to like influence their dads or, or get respect from their dads. And, um, but told sort of uh, storytelling in the midst of dirty day lyrics, which kind of segue nicely between the little segments of the story that Bono tells and all leads up to an intro into uh, Zoo Station, I think is what it sounded like they were going to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, what did you, you guys listen to it, the whole thing before that? Have you listened to it? I no. didn't. No? That was the first no. time you heard it? I didn't know. I mean, I, I'm not really, like, a, like, a spoilers person where I'm like, oh, they rehearsed this. I'm like, okay, like, I'll, you know, if they play it live, they play it live, and that's great. And, um, yeah, I'm not really one to be like, oh, they rehearsed this, and I'm gonna, like, you know, like, anytime, like, people are posting on social media like oh i overheard this at soundcheck and here it is i'm i just take their word for it that they did it it's like i don't know necessarily you listened to it before the whole thing or what did you think of it i i i you know usually i'm in the same boat as jill i try not to listen to the spoiler type stuff because so often they will rehearse things and never play them um because sometimes they're rehearsing for non-concert reasons or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Uh, but on our Slack, there was so much discussion about this on our Slack and on Twitter and all this. So I had, to, I was like, all right, I gotta figure out what this is. I thought it sounded really freaking great. <laughs> I mean, it just the it's I it's it, that's I would not have picked that song to be used in the way that they're using it because I don't think of that song as sort of an autobiographical song, but obviously I don't know as much about the song as I thought I did. <laughs> so yeah. it's, yeah, I think it's, I mean, obviously, and you know, the recording uh, that Joe posted sounds fantastic, obviously, but, but yeah, it's just, it's really interesting. And there's a couple times where there's some voice uh, correcting, you know, cause Bono will say, you know, give the wrong. Yeah or whatever it is so there's a couple corrections in there but yeah no i agree with what you said it sounds like it sounds really really like an almost finished product like you know not just a little you know let's just randomly try this song out it sounds like something that they're ready to uh to debut in dublin because there's one point when he's doing the well, he's doing the the rap part in between the verses and he says something about four boys returning home. So it sounds like that sort of is like a cue that it could be played later this week or I mean uh, next week in Dublin. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, it seems like a maybe a special thing just for Dublin that which would be kind of cool. I think that'd be awesome. Obviously be even better to be there for that, but um not all of us can. So um Hashtag but, extreme falsetto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I was wondering if Edge. So the recording is is what's typically called, I think, an in ear monitor IEM uh, recording, where it's like a wire. It's because of the sound guys, sound folks running around the arena have in ear monitors, and the band does too, and they're wireless. And so there's a frequency, obviously, where that that audio gets sent out, and people are able to, I guess, hack or 
sneak a recorder into that somehow into that wi-fi or whatever <laughs> stuff that is and so that's why you hear like the the you know folks under the stage counting the drums in and uh little cues for the band uh, as to when to go in and when to not and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of neat to hear. But yeah, I'm with you, Matt, where I don't usually pay attention to this stuff and um, until after the tour is done, it's kind of neat to go back and say, oh, they rehearsed whatever and they didn't play it. And rather than getting your hopes up that they're going to do something. But uh, but yeah, this one kind of felt kind of neat because it's like a, basically a whole thing, start to finish. And obviously they've practiced this in some form before they did it on stage or at least very secretively did it without anybody knowing and recording it. So um yeah, we'll see what happens, I guess, in in Dublin's ta- Dublin in a few weeks, or next week, I guess. So so I guess, I don't know how we tell the folks who are, who stopped listening that it's now safe to start listening again. But. <laughs> Just wave at them. Yeah, <laughs> you're allowed back. I'm back. Uh, actually, okay. in, the, in the chat room over on Periscope, Top Deco 75 says uh, they were there at the, I'm assuming they were referring to the rattle and hum thing, but maybe they're talking about the Dirty Day rehearsal. Uh, but he said they spoke for about 10 minutes, so... Um, there you go. It was good. That's all we got. All right. Uh, so, so, if, so if Dirty Day comes before Zoo Station, does that mean it, it's like going to replace Beautiful Day or is it going to be in addition or I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, you just kind of wrap mm. things up and I'm opening that door again. But anyway. Well, that's, I mean, it's, that's fair. It's, I guess it we'll sort of segues into the, what, what happens, but I guess, what do you think they would do? Because they, that's sort of the all because of you spot maybe, or, oh no, I guess Beautiful Day, right. Blackout Lights of Home, I Will Follow, All Because of You, Beautiful Day, Zoo Station, right. It does kind of basically make that first set almost completely uh, Zoo TV right? <laughs> era set, <laughs> which is interesting. So what, well, that's a nice little segue actually into what uh, Jill is here to talk about, among other things. Um, so for the roundtable, we want to talk about the Innocence and Experience European set list changes and, and various staffers that we've had who've been at the show. Some of them are able to be here, obviously. Well, one of them is able to be here. And, and actually, we had some audio from Kenny that we'll play in a bit. But um, for you, Joe, what's I guess you have you have the unique ability to compare the North American show to the European show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of all the set list changes, obviously, is a big mm-hmm. point of discussion. But yeah. maybe just like what was your trip like going over there to see the band, first of all? I always like tell people I'm like, they're like the only reason I'd ever really go overseas. It's like, I have no excuse to ever go to like Europe unless it's like to see them. And, um, I, when they started doing the set changes, I don't know what show it was when they started, like when they, when they really cut the innocent stuff out and they were slowly adding the like octane baby things. And was it, was it Milan? Uh, Amsterdam, I think. Amsterdam. Okay. Because when they started Somewhere. doing it, and I was, like, seeing, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, if they keep this for, like, London, I'm, like, I'm out. Like, I'm done. Like, get me out of there on a stretcher. Like, I'm going to be, like, going nuts. <laughs> so the see that they were, like, keeping with it, I was like, wow, this is going to be pretty, like, incredible. Because I, you know, I'm still the one who, I mean, I, Innocence is still my favorite album over experience. And I'm... You know, I love that segment of the show. I love Cedarwood Road and Iris and Raised by Wolves and loved it. I, you know, it's, it was for that first leg of the tour back in 2015. Like those were parts that I remember. And then, you know, as they were, you know, seeing it again in America, North America, I was like, okay, you know, it still holds up. It's great. And then to go to London and to see it all reworked without that and the songs that they picked like Wild Horses, Zoo Station, it all just fit 
so perfectly. And it's like, I kind of wonder like how long they were sitting on this idea and wondering like, what show are we going to kind of drop this into? And like, is it going to work? And it just, it was so perfect. Like I can't, um, um, like I can't believe like I got, I got to see that happen. And um, I think the crowd really appreciated it. I think seeing a, having a European crowd compared to an American crowd isn't also a different experience because it's like, I don't think some of the shows that I went to, they would have appreciated hearing stay and, right. you know, like being that emotional. Cause it's like, I, the, I'm, uh, I feel like the only show that I could, cause right now, like the London shows were like perfect. Like I, probably like my favorite shows of this entire tour. And the only American show that could top that would be the Apollo show. And that doesn't even count because it wasn't even part of the tour. So it's just on that level because it's, I don't know. They, and they seem really like just happy on stage and just really like happy to be there and like seeing like everyone just like enjoying it. And I just think, I think Europeans understand it a lot better than American crowds. And if does it like does this all make sense? Like I want to try to sound like articulate and everything, but <laughs> no, it's true because I'm like I don't want to, I don't want to like talk out of. Which okay. shows did you actually see? First of all, I guess from of the London European. one and two, London one and, two. and okay. London London one is obviously the better one because it had Gloria. So oh yeah, <laughs> that that gives it the edge. That gives it hashtag the edge. <laughs> So yeah, Caroline was uh, in the chat was saying the first changes were at Copenhagen too, is what she said. But they've been working on it since the start of the tour. And uh, GFSZK in Twitch chat said I, they went to Hamburg one, had a tour debut of Zoo Station. It was amazing, especially in the context of German Unity Day. Um, so yeah, I think that there's just like oh my god, yeah. Literally, I mean, I was like, what? Seriously, I hadn't heard that since I think 2005, like on the Vertigo tour. And like 2005, I was in college. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And now here I am. I'm a grown adult and I'm like a totally different place. And I'm like, it's so much meaning. It's great. So I was glad. I feel like they thought of me when they were choosing it. <laughs> Oh let's let's just say they did. We we have no sure. until they tell us otherwise. What yep. Great. you can't tell Thank us you. they didn't. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that that is. I mean, European. I think you're alluding. What you're getting at too is that the, those albums were and are very Europe focused to, to begin with. Oh, and maybe yeah. that's why they left so much of it off the North America. Maybe they wanted to do that all along, but like Caroline sort of said, maybe they've been planning to do it all along. But yeah, they yeah. just knew that the North American audience wouldn't really maybe care. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and especially because like all. I mean, I'll admit it. Like, I don't care. Like, I feel like the the Mohegan Sun show was garbage. Like, I kind of wish I didn't go to that. Like, it was probably, like, my least favorite show of the tour. I didn't like the crowd. I didn't like the setting. I didn't think they should have even, like, played that venue. It was just, like, not a great show. And a crowd like that would not have appreciated those set list changes, especially when they were still going to go get beers during like I will follow or whatever. And it's just like, what are you doing here? Like, what is the point? So I, to see like the crowd just get so into it and even act two, when they were doing, they took out desire and they put even better than the real thing. I was like, this is, I'm like, this is it. This is all I need in my life right now. I'm, I'm so here for it. Like I was so excited. It was great. It was so great. So were you in so, GA or in a seat or what did you do? Yeah. I was with K money, K dog, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> 
K okay. money. I like this. Speaking of K money, he doesn't. Oh my god, are you gonna play Kenny? Yeah, I'm why don't so we just play it? Jump to his clip. I don't. <laughs> K money. I'm trying K-dog. to think of like uh, what do I have that I can like. I need some sort of music to cue him up. Now he's got that kind of name, but it should be a bagpipe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> You have I, don't, that? I don't have any bagpipes, so we'll just go right uh. into. Anyways, here's here's Kenny, who was at he was at uh, London one and two, and I forget what else he was at Man- Manchester maybe. Manchester, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's cue him up. Here we go. So some thoughts on the experience and innocence tour. Uh, you two are tight. They're playing so so well. Um, I've waited months to see this. I've avoided spoilers as best I possibly could. Had a bit of a rough idea around about what the set list was like. Um, So I've done Manchester, London and Belfast to date. Uh, Still some Dublin shows to come. Um, How would I rate that? Let me think. Um, I think Belfast 1 would be my top, uh, followed by London 1, followed by Belfast 2, and then I guess London 2, and then the two Manchester shows, interestingly enough, it would be my bottom shows at the moment. And, you know, they were interestingly enough my first shows um, what differentiates well it isn't the set list because let's face it the set list is pretty static and I have to say that is a disappointment and and you know whilst you know that's kind of very you too um, you know there's a lot of effort goes into the screening the theatrics and the story um, could there be a bit more thought going into varying the, the some of the songs absolutely Um Highlights for me would be, actually, ironically, some of the older songs. New Year's Day is awesome. Um, They've really uh, mixed that up. Gloria, well, what can I say? That just kind of, you know, that's always a a great song for me. Um, Acrobat, um, wow, um, really intense. They play it so, so well. But interestingly enough, um, the crowd it just seems to kind of fall silent on that one. I think the vast majority of people in there actually don't have a clue what's going on, um, apart from the hardcore fans. And actually, I guess if I was going to sum up my sort of thoughts and views for the the, the, the casual U2 fan, I think this is a really hard tour. It actually is, for me, probably, you know, is it's a, it's a very U2 um, set list as opposed to anything else so um, from my own perspective um, I've really enjoyed it um, I'm looking forward to the Dublin shows but likewise I'm actually looking forward to a wee bit of U2 downtime because I think they look like they're looking forward to some U2 downtime apart from it has to be said uh, Mr Clayton who just looks so relaxed, loves the crowd the crowd loves him back and that in itself is a personal highlight so Great tour. Guys are playing really, really well. Fly awesome. All the Zoo TV stuff, awesome. Um, and as an aside as well, uh, just before I finish, I think that's them putting a marker down for there will be no anniversary tour because that's gone really Zoo TV heavy and I can't see them then coming out and playing uh, any more of, th- uh, of that album uh, on an anniversary basis like they did with the Joshua Tree. So, um, as I say, loving it. Um, but, uh, you know, highlights is some of the older stuff. The newer songs are coming across really, really well. Summer of Love, etc. Um, but, uh, yeah, a wee bit disappointed about the staticness of the set list. Nothing really new there. Um, 
and um, I'll certainly be signing off in style in Dublin. Jill, I saw you nodding along with some of the stuff. So uh, yeah. I actually, speaking of not listening to stuff, I haven't really actually listened to the way that they've reworked uh, New Year's Day, right? That's the one uh, that... So what's the... So without, obviously, we could just play it, but like without doing that, I guess, in the absence of that, uh, what's what's the, what's the change, I guess, and what's... Yeah, I mean, it sounds obviously different than like other live versions and like the album version. I mean, it's very focused on like the European Union. And then, you know, when we were there in London, they focused a lot about, you know, like Brexit and how, you know, the EU would be less without the UK in it. And, um, you know, and touching on the song, you know, I will be with you again, you know, is just really heavy. But and to have like the European flag and like the backdrop, like it was the European Union flag. Um, It was just like a really kind of like deep theme for like for them to touch on and I think the crowd really appreciated it because like once they started playing New Year's Day like they just like erupted like it was really really mm. amazing to see that and also um um Summer Love I forgot about that um Summer Love is ugh, a thousand times better than staring at the sun like hands down like better like just better and they kept also side note they kept Lady Gaga's backing vocal in it so future Oscar winner Lady Gaga in the YouTube tour. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> I was going to say earlier amazing. when you said, who would you go to Europe for? I, I'm surprised you didn't say Gaga would be somebody. Cause you, I wouldn't, I love her, but like not, yeah, no not way. enough. I love her, but like, yeah, still. And there was something else Kenny said. Oh, I also agree with, um, about them doing a lot of this heavy, like zoo TV stuff. Cause he doesn't think they will actually do the tour. I kind of agree that too. I think they want to break. I think they want to be, dads and just like be at home and just like go to the south of france and like make music and just hang out and just like relax like and i feel like a lot of times the fandom is very i'm not trying to like start anything by saying this it's just like you know we like having them around and we like seeing them and having them tour and bring out new music and everything but it's like they need to just like chill and have a break and relax and just enjoy enjoy themselves enjoy life and just you know come back when we feel like it my credit card <laughs> wants them to so yeah, take a break it's fine <laughs> that's very interesting yeah yeah caroline in the chat says i should check out i'm assuming she's talking about new year's day gfs zk I don't, see I, I can't pronounce that right that's GFS says new year's day was definitely a highlight and dramatic in such a good way it says uh, lilia chan and caroline said the segue from sol uh <laughs> Summer of Love. Summer of Love. To Pride. Into Pride was yep. Amazeballs is what is her, oh, so her quote. Yeah. So good. And um, uh, what oh, yeah, the, like the t- love, love, love. He's repeating it over and then, yeah. Yeah. And right. then he gets like the, the megaphone. And then it's random. People are watching Bono and then it's like, oh my God, like Edge is over there, like in the yeah. pit. It's like nobody's like noticing. It's like amazing. What did you think of the new uh, intro to the show? Oh, oh yeah. Great great should have done it in america yeah so good everything in europe is better <laughs> it was so great it was just great and it was great and i like what did kenny mention he said um about how like the european audiences appreciated like the set list more and everything and i kind of like i'm glad that they i i feel like they should have just called this tour like Instead of like experience and innocence, just call it like sorry, not sorry. Because guess what? <laughs> not playing Joshua Tree, not playing anything from there. 
you came here to to get with or without you not happening sorry not sorry we're doing a whole narrative <laughs> we're doing thematic elements whatever you you thought you're gonna get the tree guess what did it last year should have been there sorry so what i'm glad i'm glad they're not giving in to just like you know snippets nothing to kind of please a lot of these casual fans who are like i'm gonna see you too just to see you too and i'm gonna go out and buy a 16 dollars beer and go see you too but not pay attention to it and maybe they'll do i still haven't found what i'm looking for guess what now you're sitting through like a whole new album without realizing it so what yeah sorry there we go the episode title as well i love it i love it it's like i i love things like that and it's just like i like new music i like that i i might be in the minority where it's like i think 13 is a great closer I think it's perfect. I think it ties it all up. I think it just ends it right there. Um, the only thing, I mean, I never really like one live. I think compared to the album version, the album version is like the pinnacle. It's just beautiful. And I just never like it live. So that might be like one song where I'm like, do we really have to? I mean, I know it fits in the show, but it's like I could do without it. But um, that yeah. might be the one, that might be the song where I'm like, eh, but 13 here for it thousand percent light bulb keep doing it it's great chris w- it's w- great. W- let's make a we need to make a note that uh, that i want to do a one appreciation podcast one of these days because <laughs> oh <my laughs> i feel like i need to defend it every <laughs> like every podcast i'm on somebody I love else it. On the podcast i love it i just like, don't i just don't like it live and i don't like when bono asks us to sing along that's it okay. that's it that's it well there we'll that's have the it. yeah the one we'll have uh one and there'll be the like the for and against and it'll be yeah you can send in your clips you can send in your arguments and then matt will (laughs) respond to each one uh at bitbroken mike said uh on twitter using hashtag ask at you too uh went to see the ei tour in london brilliant show and thought they did a great job weaving the acting baby story in almost seamlessly wonder what the stateside fan base think about this change from the leg and i think you're hearing the stateside jill is our stateside fan base represented stateside Stateside, i think the hardcore fans American fans, I know they exist. I know they're, you know, I know a lot of them and I think they like, they love it too. But it's like, I think the fans who are like, oh, you two are playing, let me go see them. It's like, they're not going to, I don't think they'll understand the significance of it. And I think they were the ones who were like, oh, didn't I see them do these elements like in 2015? Oh, I'm just going to go use the bathroom and like, forget it. And it's just like, Europe wasn't really doing that. Like when they were doing the fly Oh my god, the fly was out of oh my god, look, the fly was so great. The graphics. I'm getting so sentimental right now. Like it's oh it was so it was, like seeing it. Yeah, you had to be there. <laughs> you had to be there. That's there you go. had to be there. <laughs> That's, it was so great. <laughs> uh GFS ZK also said the new songs work so well except for you're the best thing, which is the only disappointment for oh, me. Oh true. Agree. I don't okay. like it. I don't I'm not convinced, you know, I'm, I'm not the, the, the fact that they're adding a few of these Octung Baby songs in now, I don't think that diminishes the chances that they'll do an anniversary tour in, 20, in 2021. Um, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I've been, I've been thinking on the same thing and I can see how you would think that. And I think it's a valid conclusion to come to but i just think when the time comes i don't think they're going to have an album done by then that's just because that's mm. the way they work right i mean yeah. when's when we're going to get another album like five years ten years if we're mm-hmm. lucky who knows um but i just think that the opportunity will be too great 
I think if they liked the Joshua Tree tour last year as much as they say they did, and if that's not just like, you know, company spin, um, then I think they will recognize that the opportunity is too great in 2021 and do the anniversary tour, even regardless of the fact that they've added so many Octung Baby songs. Yeah, it could be like a teaser. They're, they see this as a teaser. Like, hey, remember how good mm-hmm. Octung Baby stuff was? Yeah. Now we're going to come back in a couple of years and just like zip, do that whole thing. The only part of it that um, makes me think they wouldn't is Zoo TV just staging wise feels like it it needs a lot of work to in order to work as a like reimagining whatever the stage would look like, right? Production elements. Yeah. And whereas Joshua Tree was certainly, they, they it's not that they they didn't do much with the production elements, but it was like, a screen with some amazing imagery mm-hmm. and a few videos, but not like how are we going to incorporate, you know, 60,000 screens on the, Oh, I see Matt, you have a hand. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I think I can, I'll just without hopefully getting in trouble. But from what I understand, Willie Williams has a list of where all the Trabants are in the world right now. So. <laughs> just FYI. Keep- At Harco Plagman said, why do they put so much Acton baby songs in an X experience innocence tour? I think we've kind of answered that just, but I guess we, I think, swing towards the fan, the lot of fans who really like Actung Baby, and so aren't really complaining too much that there is a bunch of Actung Baby. Also, songs. why do they have a song with Intellectual Tortoise? Okay, <laughs> like there's a lot of things we just don't understand. We just kind of have to roll with it. Those are all the things we'll ask Bono when we get to heaven, and we're like, yeah, yeah, I got through the oh gates. My God, I would ask him. I would ask him waiting for autographs. I'd be like, hey. Like, whoa, intellectual tortoise, where to come from? Right. Well, what are we doing? <laughs> At uh, D underscore slow, he said, Manchester One was the best I've seen them live four times going back to Vertigo Tour. The Acton Babies Europa editions in, in Europe, definitely welcome. Songs of experience material worked extremely well live. Personally feel lack of Joshua Tree songs helped give pride and one added importance, which I think we've kind yeah. of all... Also, Blackout. Blackout's still awesome. Yeah? Oh, Blackout's great. Blackout's probably like one of my favorite songs on the record. Blackout and um, Lights of Home, I, I, it, it all just clicks together. Like Blackout, Lights of Home, and then kind of going into like Gloria, which they should just keep forever and ever. So. And Wild Horses um, <sighs> as a song, like with the stadium singing along with you, or is it is it kind of yeah. like a deeper cut? I, I don't have a sense of how that one sits with a, a big crowd, you know? I... I actually get because it I I think it closes act 1 where um yeah. until the end of the world used to close act 1 and I kind of prefer wild horses even though like I feel like you two saved a lot of money not doing until the end of the world they saved money on confetti so it's like they don't have to like deal with all that <laughs> stuff coming down so they switch songs but it's nice because towards the end of the song like they all kind of crowd next to Larry's drum kit and I have like a really good photo that I took of that. And it's just like nice to kind of see them all come together. Whereas until the end of the world, it was like you just saw the waves and like Adam and Larry would be playing. But uh, Edge would still be in the cage and like Bono would be at the, at the East stage. So it was nice to kind of see them all together. And then the screen would kind of like come. I think it like came down and then it would like come up. So they were like you couldn't see them anymore, but they were all like together. So I liked how that worked. Yeah. And how about uh, how does the European crowds sit with something like City of Blinding Lights? So oh, it's great. Go through all the songs and then they were showing like the London, like um, like London graphics of like the city. So it was like really great to see that. And, like the video of Cyan is just it's beautiful, and I think that they just love it. Like the chorus, and it's just it's great. So I think that still went along like really well. So I'm glad they kept that. 
Yeah, GFZ. I mean, we need a new name for GIFs. <laughs> anyway, Zoo Station into Stay into Horses works really well. I'm so jealous that you guys all got to hear Stay because that's oh. one of my favorite YouTube songs. Um, and then uh, Lily Chan said, I was a bit bummed that they lower the screen on Larry just as he's doing that amazing drum solo. Come on, we want to see that in full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, but yeah. guess what? He kept those glasses though. So it's like it evens out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. His name is, he says Jeff. So we'll go with Jeff. <laughs> Uh, and then how is, like, as far as the ending of the concert now, the, still having, obviously, 13, there's a light at the very end with Bono, I'm assuming, sort of, I haven't seen videos, but, like, walking out the same way he did in North mm-hmm. America, right? How's that, mm-hmm. how's the show kind of, like, as your the show ends and the lights come up and, you know, as people leave, is it kind of just that same? People, I mean, people were leaving right after one. Oh, really? So, like, Love is Bigger would start and just people were kind of, like, weeding out and, you know, by the time 13 started, it's like, you know, you could see empty seats. And I think once 13 ended and then, like, the lights went out and they were like, oh, so this is, like, the end. And people were probably like, so we're not getting with or without you? Okay. <laughs> but it's true. And, like, I like, – like I said, I think it works. And I think it's – having that ending, I think a lot of YouTube fans would understand that because it's like, oh – experience has been like achieved having that as the end song so i personally think it works i think you know i could see why people were leaving you know trying to get to the tube and like all that but it's or there are people who are just like all right i got to hear one now i'm gonna go because i don't know the next song or i don't need to hear it so i think um i think it's great i'm glad they kept it yeah like jill again yeah um so like I, i i on the first the north american tour Mm-hmm. Uh, my memory is that love is bigger sort of like it's kind of was becoming a sing-along as the tour went along right like it, yeah it, like the it, oh oh and then people were like waving their hands like like this right so, yeah, so how I, I haven't been able you know because i'm usually working during the day and so i can't mm-hmm. pay too close attention to the european shows but is that like are is the does the audience know that song and are they they know it and i they start doing the video of like the like LGBTQ, um, like the kids from the music video, I believe. So it's very full, like the screens show the youth, um, like the trans youth and it's wonderfully shot. And um, it's almost like you try to watch the band, but then you also try to watch the video of these, like these young kids. And it's, I think it kind of, it works with like, the European crowd, because I because I believe it's anybody. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I just want to make sure I'm saying it. I'm doing it correctly. Um, um, I think they were all shot in Dublin, and so. you know, so I think like European they would understand that, and I um, I appreciated it. And again, it's like I'm here for the new songs. I'm all very much about it. Like if you didn't want to stay, then you can leave. But I think they like the oh oh oh's and like the hand waving and. So it's still, I thought it was still very much like a sing-along kind of song. Cool. Uh, Caroline said, people are totally singing along to Love is Bigger, which is awesome. And then Jeff said, earlier this year, I made the decision to only see them in Hamburg and not Berlin. And now they do the DVD there. And I'm super sad that I cannot go. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it would be fun to definitely be at a show that gets recorded. I know my my voice, if you listen very carefully, can be heard on the, uh, the uh, which single? The Please single that has with or without you recorded live in Edmonton. I'm way up in the nosebleed section somewhere. I heard along. that. No wonder it sounds so good. Yeah. So that's me. You can, yeah. That's uh, fantastic. Extreme falsetto. Yeah, exactly. Extreme falsetto. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, Jill's having technical issues. Well, you know what? We should probably wrap up because our if if gremlins are getting in the machine, that means our our show is going to start going really poorly really soon. So, um, but Jill, uh, while you're while you're still working, how yeah. can folks uh, tweet at you or five percent? We got five percent. How can folks tweet at you? It's Larry. Remember No Line? Remember when like remember when that album came out? I do. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I and then um, when's the? It's off topic. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just oh, it's I'm, your show. Go ahead. It's off topic. You've got five percent battery left. Make yeah. it work. I'm def- make you got to go out with a bang. Bang. Yeah. Saw the chance. Took the chance. Um, <laughs> when? So the claw. It's it's not. Is it in Utah yet or no? Is that next year? Next year. It's okay. Coming to Utah. They're doing. Yeah. They're. I think they're. There's going to be like a grand opening, like in the summer or fall or something like that. So. Okay. Is it going to be like a ribbon cutting like they do in that or? Are you doing like a pilgrimage there, Jill? Is that, is that no, what you're trying I, to No, I went to Utah once to see them. Not, don't plan on going back. So. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what, I don't know all exactly what the, what the plans are at this point. I, they're probably still figuring it out. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I was else? just wondering. Okay. No, I was just, no, I was just wondering. <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> you got 4%. What do you, what else? Any, any other pressing YouTube oh, questions? Four. Um, any pressing YouTube questions? No, I don't think so. Again, okay. I think I can't believe this is like it. Like, remember in May, like everybody was like Tulsa, Tulsa. Now it's like this is it. Now it's like done. Yeah, it's could be. Yep, yeah. could be a few years before we see them again. Yeah, maybe my my credit score will be better by then. So hopefully, yeah, <laughs> we can all. And we'll figure out ways to charge iPhones without. Oh my god! I know my my red i my iPhone like I. I dropped it going to the subway. So the whole back is like cracked because it's glass. So it's like, Bono, if you happen to listen to this, can you help a sister get a new fresh red iPhone? Because yeah. it's not a good look for me. No. He, he listens so. He listens regularly from what we understand. So <sighs> Yeah. Bless. Yeah. Okay. okay so, Jill, uh, if folks want to tweet at you or anything like that, where can they do that? Do so if they're so inclined. You can tweet at me. I am at beautifulday36. I'm private. But... <laughs> shoot you'll have to find out next time on the podcast uh why she's private i guess she froze. she froze at a very bad time that's t- that's terrible i'm sorry at least she got the, at least she got the twitter username yeah. in how about you matt uh at matt mcgee is the best place on twitter thank you <laughs> it froze on me again this is like the fifth time what is going on it's it doesn't like you i guess right now is I'm, it a full moon uh, it's mercury and retrograde it's a whole bunch of stuff yeah it's Wednesday, Thursday, I mean. No. But did you get my Twitter on there? Did it cut off? Yeah, you got it. We're I good. We just oh, don't know why you're private, okay. but people are going to have to tune in until next time you're on the show to find out why. Uh, I'm I Chris on Twitter. Twitter.com slash ATU2 is where you can find the ATU2 site on Twitter. Facebook.com, ATU2.com, Instagram.com slash ATU2.com. Thanks once again. I haven't thanked him in a while, but Simon Pato is the guy who wrote and recorded the music for us way back when. If I don't even... That's the thing about uh, podcasts. You have no idea who's actually out there listening. But if, if you're still listening, Simon, we th- we thank you for sending the music. And uh, Matt's <laughs> blowing you kisses. And Jill has another go go, ah, go go No, do we have title? Did we come up with title choices yet? Are we voting? We The voting machine is broken, but we already have the title because you gave it to us. You really? Gave, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Where did it go? Stop. It's, the Sorry Not Sorry Tour. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm proud. I'm so happy. It's <laughs> okay. great. This is great. No, I'm thrilled. Uh, we still need to do the Jill spinoff podcast at some point here, but uh, do we'll... what? I'll talk about dating apps. I'll talk about everything. Yeah. We could do a whole 
like everything i'll tour the apartment i'll show more stuff in my closet like i'll do like we could do it yeah okay give me a a tweet if you you want to see the jill the jill podcast i I don't know we'll come up with a new name for it but okay Okay. all right thanks everybody for listening (laughs) goodstuff.fm slash atu2 slash uh 89 goodstuff.fm slash atu2 slash 89 is where you can find links to anything we discussed in this episode as well as past episodes of the show thank you all for listening hope you have a great day